If you could know when exactly you would die, would you want to know? This is a question I have posed to people before, and never has anyone answered yes to this question. On paper, this doesn't make a lot of sense. After all, knowledge is power, so shouldn't knowing more information about death and what's to come help people make better informed decisions? Additionally, learning more about a topic that frightens you should ease the fear. But in practice, that isn't the case. Death is one of the few guarantees in life, but that doesn't stop people from being afraid or at least wanting to avoid it as much as possible. So knowing the exact day feels quite ominous and could weigh a person down. So what if instead of knowing the date, you had a warning? More specifically, what if death sent a messenger? Welcome to Tales from the Enchanted Forest, where we bring travelers, fairy tales, folklore, myths, and legends from all over. I am Sparrow, and I will be your host for today. This week, Fox is traveling beyond the Enchanted Forest, following up on a quest from an old lady in the woods. This means that today is another of Sparrow's short solo shows. Today's story comes to us from the Brothers Grimm. While they are well known for their published fairy tale collection, we have not covered many on this podcast, so I thought it was about time we returned to one of their recorded stories. This may be one of their lesser-known stories, but it is still an excellent tale exploring death and destiny. So listen closely, dear travelers, as I tell the tale of death's messengers. Long, long ago, a giant traveled the land and found himself on a main road. Suddenly, a mysterious man appeared before the giant. The stranger raised his hand and said, Halt! Not one step farther. The giant laughed. A creature that I could crush between my fingers dares to block my way? The giant, peering down at the man, continues, Who are you, and what makes you think you can stop me? The stranger, unfazed by the giant, responds, I am death. No one resists me, and you will obey my command. Of course, the towering giant, confident in his strength, refuses, which led to the throwdown match of the century, the giant versus death. It was a long, violent, bloody struggle for both sides, but against all odds, the giant managed to get the upper hand and knocked out death with a swift strike. Victorious, the giant walked away, continuing his journey, leaving death conquered and so beaten that he couldn't get back up. Laying there at the side of the road, death began to wonder what would happen now. If he continued to lay where he was, no one would die, and soon enough the world would become crowded and so overrun with people that there would be no room to even stand beside one another. While death was having this moment of crisis, a young man was merrily walking down the same road. He was strong, healthy, and singing a song as he went. When he saw the stranger lying at the side of the road, he felt empathetic towards him, so he immediately went to the stranger, gave him a drink of water, and waited until he came around. The stranger studied the young man's face and asked if he knew who he had just helped. The youth replied, saying he didn't know who the stranger was. I am death, said the stranger. I can spare no one 
not even you who has kindly helped me. But to show my gratitude, I promise I will not come for you unexpectedly. I will send my messengers ahead of me, so that you may have a warning before I take you away. The youth figured it would be helpful to know when death would come for him. So he thanked him, and hoped that they would not see each other for a long time to come. The youth went on his merry way in good spirits, without much thought. Seasons came and went, along with the man's youth and good health. Soon he became sick and sorrowful. As this persisted, he became more and more frustrated by his failing health. In his frustration, he found he could not rest day or night, but he reassured himself that he would not die, for death promised that he would see his messengers before his time came. But he still desperately wished that his sickness would soon pass. Once the man felt well again, he returned to his happy way of life. A short time later, he felt someone tap him on his shoulder. He turned to see death behind him. Death leaned in and spoke, Follow me, the hour of your departure from this world has come. The man was shocked and asked if death intended to break his promise, for he had not seen any of death's messengers approach him, warning of his nearing end. Silence, answered death. Have I not sent one messenger after another? Did the fever not come and knock you down? Has your dizziness not muddled your mind? Has gout not convulsed you in all your limbs? Did your ears not sing? Did your toothache not bite into your cheeks? Was it not dark before your eyes? And besides all of that, has not my own brother's sleep reminded you every night of me? Didn't you lie down at night as if you were already dead? The man was dumbfounded and couldn't rebuke what he heard. So he accepted his fate and walked away with death. And that is the tale of death's messengers. It's a shorter story, but I like the simple idea explores. And I'm also just a fan of seeing ideas like death and sleep personified like this. It provides fun new ways to experience such big ideas. But that's just my opinion. We want to know what you think of this story. Let us know by messaging us on Twitter at FromEnchanted or emailing us at TalesFromTheEnchantForest.com. Or if you want to see the show notes on this or any previous episode, please check out our website at www.TalesFromTheEnchantForest.com. Thank you so much for joining me this week, dear travelers. Fox will be back next time with another exciting solo story. And until then, remember, there's always a place for you in the Enchanted Forest. Thank you.